everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Nagler, a Star Wars story. Madeline here. And Aaron. Um, and we are going to start this week, it is Friday, with the new episode of The Mandalorian. Episode five? Five. Episode the five. The Gunslinger. Yeah. All Which, the Packers fans I'll in the house, me. it is not about Brett Favre, but it could have been. I'll just let my dad kind of take this one. <laughs> uh, you can start. Cause... You didn't like it. You didn't love right. the episode. I didn't really like it that we much. Switched, we've no. switched roles this week. Yeah. You're very much where I, I was, was like, on last I, week's and episode. And literally when my dad was like, oh, I fucking love this episode. I was like, <laughs> oh, God. Like, I know it's kind of the whole dynamic of the podcast. The, the and exact it's like dynamic literally of the, the podcast. point, but right. man, this thing's got to start making money soon or something because I am exhausted. <laughs> I'm like, can we just agree on something? Uh, like, no, I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> no. I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. Uh, okay. I'm serious, though. Okay, if you haven't seen episode five, stop the podcast right now because I'm about to talk all about it. But when he, you, it opens with a space fight, battle, chase, mm-hmm. whatever, call it whatever you want it. My favorite thing it was in like the a entire car Star chase. Wars universe. This rebel pilot takes a left turn, but. <laughs> <laughs> No, but like it opens, you know, on space, and then he's getting I chased. I stole and, that joke, by the way, and he's, from Family Guy Star Wars. And he's and he's like, you know, they're blasting each other, and he says the line, and that's my line, and I loved it. I was all in right away, but then he's got the damaged ship, and he's got, oh, I'm gonna go here, blah blah, and then they say, most Eisley Tower, oh my god, and that was it. From then on, I was like, oh, oh my god, he's going to most Eisley, and then all the fan service from then on was just, yeah, I, yeah, I was, I was like. Just, um, I was like, eat it up. I just loved it. They had the droid from Jabba's Palace as a bartender. By the way, that, that cantina, it's really slowed down since Han left. Yeah. I mean, there used to be a ton of aliens in there. Now they still have, they had Bugman, and that was about it. And R5 pops up, although I don't know, I doubt that's really actually the same R5. But all that fan service stuff, I loved it. I love that they incorporated the prequels. They had the, the pit droids working for Amy Sedaris. Amy Sedaris is in it. I, I mean, loved her. I have to say. And I love that they made her look like Ripley from Alien. Like, it's yeah. just, there's so much about this episode I just loved. And, like, did it advance the main story a whole bunch? Not a ton, but quite a bit at the end as far as who's the mysterious person kneeling down on the assassin, you know? like Yeah. And you know that this idea that he's being chased across the galaxy clearly is never going to stop. Yeah. Which we got, you know, which was presented at the end of last week. I just loved it. I was all in. Um, so and the speeder I, bikes and the Tusken Raiders and all of it. I just loved it. I didn't like it. Um, I didn't feel that it advanced the story enough. It sort of felt like a waste of an episode, to, in my view. Um, See, which is how I felt last but week. But this is what this I'm is saying. So is And we talked about this a little bit. But last week for me, felt more progressive because I thought the character development was more uh, prominent. Like, well, you found I out more about Mondo. Yeah. yeah. And I liked, and that's what you want to do if you're, when you're, you know. I liked that last week they introduced Cara Dune, who was nowhere to be found this week, and I was like... Unless that's her at the end. Really bummed about it. I don't think it's her at the end. I don't either, she but... She doesn't sport a cape. Could be. Um... Then I was kind of bummed about that because I loved her so much last week. And then they ripped her out of my arms this week. And I was like, oh, okay. And then for me, I, I mean, 
I, I don't know. It's just like it, it was what it was, but I wasn't like obsessed with any of it, to be honest. Right. I just felt like. Except, unless, uh, except Baby Yoda walking down yeah. the ramp. Yeah. My favorite ramp. scene in the whole episode was Baby Yoda walking down the ramp. <laughs> just because him walking is so cute. But um, for me, I was like, okay, this is very obviously targeted towards original trilogy people. That is exactly Not what for me. About. And it wasn't very heavy on being character-driven, which is more what I like. It was definitely more like pew-pew. It was all pew, baby. It was called the gunslinger, colon, pew-pew. Yeah, it was just, (laughs) which is 100% not my thing. Exactly. And like, that being said, like, I recognize that this show as a whole is not targeted towards people who respond to the Star Wars things I respond to. But, you know, there there are moments here and there. And last week was kind of chock full of moments that right. were more for me. Just, I really, really like the conversations and being like, you know, well, what's your long-term plan here? And to me, this week, the only thing that advances is obviously at the end, ooh, who's that person? But I was also kind of like, I feel like we came to the exact same conclusion that we came to last week in terms of Mando and Baby Yoda, yeah. where it's like, okay, so we know that they're running. We know that there's no escaping this. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, now we need to start pushing the episodes into what are they going to do about it? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, we but can't I'm just sure watch they, them run forever. And I'm sure they will. And why not? We saw Gilligan on that freaking island for a decade. Like, I've I'm never fine. seen... I know, because you so. you are of a different generation. Yes. I understand that. But it's just continuing stories. Yeah, I, love I know. It. The continuing story. I just would... I love it. I guess I would just want it to feel like... And here's the other thing. We're not landing in the same place at like the end of every episode. And I don't think they is... will. I think they're just exploring the galaxy right now. And that's yeah. great. I love it. Yeah. And you know they're already working on season two. Yeah. So you know how, wherever they end up at the end of season one, it's not going to wrap everything up. No, so I know. just sit back and enjoy it. I know it's not going to wrap everything up. I just want to feel... Because I assume there's going to be a good chunk of time in between... Season one and season two, these episodes right. are clearly in, incredibly well done and are going to take a while to do. And like, I just hope that I feel a small sense of satisfaction, not the whole thing wrapped up with a pretty bow, but at right. least like, I want it to land somewhere at the end of season one where I feel like whew, I can take a breath. Yeah. And wait for season two, right. you know? Like, okay. obviously, I, I want there to be, like, a continuing story and, like, all yeah. the stuff they're going to have. But I also want there to be a sense of, like, I'm not, like, ah, waiting <laughs> for season two. You know what I mean? Cliffhanger extraordinary. Yeah, no. Oh, I, th- I don't know. I think you'll get a cliffhanger, yeah. probably. Yeah. It'll be some reveal that opens up a ton of other questions. Yeah. I, that's my guess. Yeah. But we'll see. Um. So, yeah. That was this week's Mandalorian. This week's Mandalorian was a perfect split for Nagler Star Wars. Yeah, literally. Like 100%. Um, I've kind of been... Uh, I was trying to drag that conversation out as long as I could because I don't want to have the next one, but it must... It, it mu- must be had. It must be said. Um, so, obviously, this week, Variety broke the story that Finn and Poe will not be explored in a romantic sense in The Rise of Skywalker... Um, and JJ... It felt like they, they held that kernel of news until after you got the Finpo sign <laughs> authorized and endorsed. Well, here's the thing. 
um, let me break the story down and then mm-hmm. give my thoughts. Because right. if I've learned nothing from my years of watching Wendy Williams, that is how <laughs> you do it. She's this, she she's kind of my main inspiration for this podcast, just in terms of my persona. Uh. Anyway, um, I'm going to just start using her vernacular on the podcast. I'm going to be like, believe me, you. Believe me, you. <laughs> And she goes, the what in the... Like, when she's dragging somebody, she'll go, what in the blank nation? So if somebody has bad hair, she'll be like, what in the wig nation? Or, like, whatever. (laughs) I'm going to start doing that. I'm like, what in the queer bait nation? Um, So basically, JJ was like, bullshit. Bullshit answer. Oh, boy. Bullshit answer. He was like, I think that their bond is so much deeper than romance. Like, da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like... That, I'm calling it bullshit. And I was like, if I had JJ in a room and he said that to me, if I had asked him that question and he had said that to me, I would be like, can you name one person your age that you feel a deeper bond with than your wife? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, right. that's such a bullshit answer. I'm sorry. It was just like, no, 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 no. What happened is an Oscar Isaac my Forever my king. Forever my king. I'm doing the like Wakanda post right now. I'm like forever <laughs> my king. Listeners, this is true. This is exactly <laughs> I'm what like, doing. oh, my king. But he was like, he flat out was like, fuck the mouse. He was like, I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a natural progression. I love And everybody was too scared to do it. And he was like, I don't have control. But if they would have been boyfriends, I would have liked for Man, that to happen. I'm so and, impressed that yeah. he legit said that into a on-the-record Yeah, I know. I mean, same, same. That's a bold But move. I also think, like, what are they going to do? Fire him? I know, exactly. Like, the that's the other thing. Done. The movies like, are done now. So Poe is Poe like, and whatever. And then my other favorite thing was somebody being like, would you want to come back as yeah. Poe? And him, straight up, you can look it up. It was on Collider. But he was like, nope. And <laughs> that's exactly how he said it. I'm not, I'm right. not like doing it for the sake of like laughs yeah. I'm, yeah. he literally just went nope and i'm like <laughs> well yeah when you stifle the creativity of the person who's been portraying this character for three movies yep. then yeah they're not really gonna want to come back and work for you are they what did john say you're not gonna disney plus me? yeah he was like you're not gonna disney disney plus me um <laughs> that's great he was like i'm only doing feature films and that made me laugh <laughs> Um, and of course everybody got all up in arms about yeah. that for no reason See, it's like so stupid not everyone by the way a couple people, people and then he responded to them and like, people do yeah, they're yeah. just so dumb but he's so funny I love him yes um, anyway back to the story so that was JJ's excuse Oscar clearly exposed that that is bullshit and mm-hmm. it was just Disney being like I don't think so mm-hmm. you know pretty much um and uh, I'm not going to get into all every single piece of evidence because that would just take forever. But I will say, I mean, if you want every piece of evidence, just go listen to our podcast over like the last couple <laughs> last, months. Last year. But for a, at least since April when the initial trailer came out and they started promoting it, yeah. they have been gung-ho on Fimpo. The actors mm-hmm. have been, you know, teasing it like crazy. Like even John, who previously was not into film, yeah, all of a sudden he got really super on into board. it. Yeah, when he was asked to choose between Finn Rose and Finn Poe, he chose Finn Poe. 
for this movie. And mm -hmm. then Resistance Reborn came out, and and um, it obviously had all these really intimate moments between them, and you know whatever. And and they've just spent so much time, kind of like acting like this could be a thing and it's right. like don't get me wrong none of us are are stupid enough to expect that we're gonna get like some sort of same sex kiss or like explicit romantic right. moment it's not gonna happen but putting that out there being like it's a 100% no in my eyes was so unnecessary right. because it's like if you interpret them as platonic, you interpret them as platonic. If you interpret it as romantic, you interpret it as romantic. And that's what we've been doing the last two movies. And, like, yeah. saying flat-out no outside of the movie felt mm. very, like, slimy and, like... Well, it feels like a slap in the face. Yeah, exactly. It's like, why don't you just back off and let mm -hmm. me interpret it however I'm going to interpret it? Right. And another thing that kind of sucked was, like, you guys introduced the Poe ring... And it was like, you're not going to do anything You know what's so funny is I had that? no idea what the fuck you guys were talking about when you were talking about the ring. Ring watch. Hashtag ring, ring watch. Ring like, watch 2019. Like, all of a sudden, I was what? It was on my it's funny Twitter feed. Changes. And I was like, what on earth are they talking about? It, I had no it clue. It changes every year. It was ring watch 2K18 to <laughs> ring watch 2K19, whatever new stuff came right, out. Right. But, um... So basically in The Last Jedi or Force Awakens, I think it's Last Jedi, Visual Dictionary on the Poe page, he, since The Force Awakens, has been wearing his mother's wedding ring around his neck. And in it, it was like he's waiting to give it to the right partner. Like they didn't say wife, so everybody was like... <gasps> partner. They were like partner, oh, I know. Um, and so we were like, wouldn't that be just See, such a... It just feels like queer baiting, doesn't it? Doesn't it? I know, it but really this does. is my thing is like, we were like... Wouldn't it be such a, a beautiful way to do Finpo if he gave Finn that ring? Because the general public, the casual fans, would have no idea its significance. Right. You know what I mean? You could just make it happen and then people like, oh, yeah. he just gave him something. Yeah, like, people you know, would think of it as a friendship moment. Yeah. But us, the fans who have really latched on to that relationship and obviously follow it more intensely, right. would be like, oh. He's giving him the ring. And yeah. we would know what it means yeah, exactly. on a deeper level. And yeah. and everybody, I think, would be happy. Like, I think yeah. that was like a perfect well, solution. Well, eventually some moron would go, oh, you know what that ring means, right? Yeah, yeah, And then, yeah, then yeah. there would be some internet bullshit, internet outrage but, for a day or two. Exactly. But it's like, that's, it, uh, that's the that's kind of fine. thing that would blow over, yeah, exactly. you know? And I was just like, and this is kind of my problem, um... This is where I got the most mad, was at the end of that interview, JJ was like, but I didn't say there's not going to be any LGBT representation or like whatever. Right. And I'm like, I don't know how long it's going to take, but I am getting so exhausted of every like franchise, like whatever, any big movie that lots of people, lo lots of people love and like see themselves in. Like Marvel, like mm -hmm. Disney, like Star Wars, mm -hmm. DC, whatever. All of those types of movies. Yeah. They kind it, of ride like on the backs of a lot of LGBT fans. Yeah. We very much keep the online communities alive. Especially um, with, when it comes to, no, I think, younger people. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Um, it does and, feel like they've, they've, you, they've, come, they've arrived at a point, not just... Lucasfilm or Marvel or Disney or DC, but all of them, 
like where it's a, a box they have to check. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Like, um, wait, do we have the representation? Yeah, okay, check. Jessica said this, and I think it's so true, where it's like, okay, so which one of you is going to do it first? Because you know the minute one of them does it, then everybody's yeah. going to be like, oh, okay, it's fine. Yep. Like, yep. you know what I mean? 100%. And, and what I was saying was, you know when he says, there is going to be some representation. Mm. It's like, you know what, what would have been great representation? Two characters who have been in the movies the entire time. Main fucking characters. <laughs> I don't want some lesbian resistance pilots whose names we don't even know. Right. That's not representation. I don't think that filmmakers quite understand that having characters be gay in film, like extras or like, you know what, right. those two aliens that walk out of the bar in The Force Awakens, that is 100% not representation. We don't know them. We don't know their stories. We're not connecting with them. You're not identifying with them. Exactly. In any way, the shape, whole or form. point. They're of, literally wallpaper. Exactly. The yeah. entire point of representation is you're supposed to see yourself on the screen. Seeing two girls hold hands in the background is not representation. Seeing the director of Endgame in a therapy group for like three seconds talking about his dead husband is not representation, which they said it was. And I was right. like, so outraged, but Marvel's like a mess. So like, whatever. <laughs> but like that whole movie is so offensive to me on so many levels, but I'm just like, when are they going to get it through their heads that representation means actual characters, I like love... main characters. No, no, no. I lo and I love that Lucasfilm's like, not response to it, but their one kind of forward motion with it has been to make, oh yeah, Lando likes droids. I know. <laughs> like, it's like, that on. was another thing was, and this is something I, I, that I was like. Which, you know, fine. The way they went with it, way Donald Glover, which, which is funny now because Billy D has pushed back um, on that whole thing, which was hilarious in the Rolling Stone interview. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, and that's fine. That's great. It fits the story. Yeah, sure. But you, you couldn't just yeah. go... He's bisexual. Yeah, literally. Like, really? But here's really. my thing. Is somebody... It was more acceptable for you in the eyes of Disney or whatever yeah. to say, well, you know, he likes droids. Yeah, I know. Like, how is that? Yeah, I know. Like, what? You I... just made everything, like, ten times more, like, un-relatable. Uh, yeah. You know, if you're talking about trying to relate to people and what you're the representation who is represented yeah, by know. making him like droids? But that was... This one thing that bothered me about Lando was that the screenwriters after the movie came out were like, mm -hmm. oh, by the way, Lando's pansexual. And they yeah. like dropped it in an article yeah. in like yeah, yeah, yeah. Variety or Vanity Fair or somewhere. They right. were just like, oh, by the way. And it's like, no, 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 no. That doesn't make him a queer character, by the right. way. Like, you have to show him being queer in the films. Right. Like, that doesn't cut it. You can't just be like, pull a J.K. Rowling and be like, <laughs> oh, by the way, Dumbledore is gay. Like, no. Mm -hmm. It's either in the movies or fuck off. And the thing with Poe was like, it was so, like, the reason so many LGBT fans have grabbed onto him is because he has the characteristics. Yeah. And not for nothing, but it's not us just pulling this out of thin air. It's Oscar Isaac literally playing from the beginning that. Yeah, playing yeah. it that way. He, he wanted it to not go that way. He said as much. His relationship with Finn and the way that he plays that and it's obviously tensiony mm -hmm. and whatever. But also just like, you know, constantly standing with his hands on his hips. Yeah, know, like he has that scarf on during a war like he's all chaotic in the last jedi and dramatic and like center of attention like tell me that's not like 
a little yeah, boy. Sh- a little showy. And then everybody was making jokes because that new TV spot came out. Right. Good transition into the next subject. There but you go. That new Poe TV spot came out. And he's piloting the Falcon with Chewie, and he's going like, oh, so "I know, excited. I'm sorry, I'm sorry," because he's like bumping into stuff, and right. some everybody was like, "You're telling me, he is." Don't a, hit your knee because it'll sorry. bounce the mic. He, they're like, "You're telling me he's a bad driver." <laughs> now, it's like, could they make this man any more gay? But they're telling us he's straight. It's like, but he's one of the best fuck. pilots in the galaxy. He's not a bad driver. Well, he's one of the best pilots, but yeah. clearly when it's somebody else's car, it goes <laughs> little awry. Oh, but anyway, I so that's it. my two cents. My, I, it's less so about Fimpo, more so about let's stop pretending that background noise counts as representation. It doesn't until one of these franchises has the balls to have like a legitimate character, main character that we all care about right. be LGBT, then, you know, whatever. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. Um, so the last thing is obviously the Tross TV spots. Um, there are a lot of them. Lot, Holy cow. Lot of You're talking them. at dinner. It's like, I'm I remember there were a bunch leading up to Force Awakens. Like, they, because they had the main trailers, and then all of a sudden, that last kind of month, they put out, I, I want to say like five or six different TV spots. Holy cow! They have yeah. gone insane with and, Rise of Skywalker. And we're all like, there are a please ton of no them. more. I feel like I know I'm oversaturated. I literally I like can't. every time one comes out, I'm like, whoop, whoop. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I can't. I can't. There's too much. There's too um, much. And what's fun is that I do know, and I think JJ has said this in an, in an interview at some point. And he may have actually said it during Force Awakens. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, but it's like everything we've seen in these TV spots still is like. One percent of one percent of one percent of what's in the movie. Like we've seen nothing. Yeah. But it still feels like overload because I'm like every like that thing where all of a sudden we saw the the Japanese TV spot where we saw the Falcon. Oh yeah, yeah. There's that flying through that green Green, whatever it is. The monster. Yeah, and then and Poe says whatever the last jump maybe last jump maybe forever. Like what? Yeah. Like I yeah I feel overloaded and also I mean. I definitely don't want any more TV spots, and I am leaving Twitter on Monday. This is an official announcement. Yeah, to avoid spoilers, (laughs) so after that I won't see anything more, but what me and my friends were saying, which is so funny, it's like, the more we see, the more confused we get. Like, when we had just the the teaser trailer, and, and then like things started creeping out we were like putting pieces together like i've connected the dots <laughs> i've connected the them yeah <laughs> and now every time something comes out we're like oh not you because we're like this is not gonna fit into what uh, we've, already we've already constructed put together and like we it's almost it. like you should just wait and watch the movie i know literally so now no but this is the thing is like three four tv spots ago i was like <laughs> right. i was like fuck it none of these are gonna make sense i'm just gonna watch them and not apply them to any of the other ones and then i I was saying to my friends yesterday i was like there like six tv spots ago i was like i can't watch these anymore i'm not gonna watch these anymore and then the new one one came out and i was like sorry where's the link like like, (laughs) well i mean i'm not not gonna watch it either well you know what i i don't know who it was i i follow star wars as a subject on twitter so i get tons of tweets just from 
people I don't follow, whatever. That's the thing. That's but why I have to leave Twitter because literally every single person I follow is a Star Wars account. Right. So if something happens, it's I gonna will be know there. about no. it. So somebody said this perfectly and I felt this when they had this the cast screening for Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. So the cast yeah, has seen yeah, yeah, yeah. it. And Richard E. Grant made a video in his hotel room <laughs> and put it up on Twitter. And I... I can't. I'm gonna to have to paraphrase it because I don't remember what the guy said in the tweet, responding to Richard E. Yeah. Grant. But he said, "I was ready for the trailers. I was ready for the TV spots. I was ready for the promotion. I was ready for the tie-ins. I knew all that was coming, and I was really excited for it. Yeah. But I knew it was coming. I was not ready for it. And this is exactly what I felt. I was literally standing yeah. right where we're recording this podcast with my phone. It was late at night. I think I just got back from DJing, and." I looked and I was like, oh, what is this? It's Richard E. Grant. They're on the West Coast. Yeah. So he had literally just got out of the screening and gone to his hotel room and recorded this video. This video. It's a short 20-second thing. But he's like, I've just come out <laughs> of the, the rise of Skywalker. I, when I tell you, I cheered. <laughs> I cried. It was everything. I'm I'm so proud to be in it. Yeah. I was just like standing, frozen. Like yeah. that 20 second Twitter video yeah. he made was the greatest piece of promo that yeah. like Lucasfilm just flushed down millions of dollars of marketing <laughs> when they could have just had him do that. Because yeah. it got me, it took me into hyperspace excited yeah. for this movie like um, it was amazing yeah i mean i love so richard great. e grant so far on his promotional oh my god trail. he's um, amazing the thing I, on the jumping the, on the today, bed today was i was like jj is gonna kill you but thanks yes like, exactly because he did an interview today and somebody was like Obviously, you can't say anything, but what will be most surprising to people in this movie? <laughs> and that question already just sent me because they right. phrased, they weren't even kidding. They were serious. Yeah. They were like, obviously, you can't say anything, but what's but. the most surprising thing that happens in the movie? And he was literally like, well, I don't remember exactly what he said, but he just said he was like, there's a character like development right. or a character plot twist or something that I, yeah. that I wasn't expecting. And I'm like, the serve when he confirms Ben Demption in this interview and JJ's like... Has to shoot him. Literally, JJ's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, like, well, that's like, remember... Oh, and the my... funny thing is... Sorry. The other yeah. day, the cast did an interview. The whole cast, except for Adam, obviously. And um, so the one of the... They were doing like rapid fire questions right, and somebody right. was like, who was the most likely to reveal a, a spoiler in, a, in, a, in an interview? <laughs> an interview? And everybody was kind of like, hum, hum, hum. and JJ was the one who shot up and was like, Kelly. And everybody was like, what? Because she doesn't reveal any spoilers. And then we remembered that interview she did at D23 where right. somebody was like, what is the main theme of the movie? And she's like, well, to me, it really feels like it's about redemption. redemption right. And what's so special about this movie. And she was like, and then she caught herself and she was like, well, like, I can't tell you what happens, happens but right. let's just save redemption. And she started <laughs> laughing. And we all were replaying that interview being like, that was why Jelly, JJ was Jay like, Kelly. Because <laughs> we're, we're all like, oh, yeah, it's arriving, y'all. Well, like, they've got it. I can't even imagine that Lucasfilm doesn't like completely drill that stuff into their heads after, remember Celebration before Rogue One came out? They had the cast. And I can't remember which one it was, but one of the cast members. Oh, it was, um, oh, I can't remember his name, but... He spoke. He speaks in broken English, and he said basically, oh. "Oh yeah, you know my guy dies," and oh. like he said it live <laughs> on stage, 
<laughs> at celebration. And I just remember Kathleen Kennedy turning like pale as a ghost. It was, it was so uncomfortable because I remember Twitter just blew up and was like, did he just say he dies? Like, wait, did he just say, did he say what I thought he said? Like, it was so funny, but yeah. I got to think after that, it was like, okay, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. we need bullet points. Stick to the bullet points. Don't stray from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just perfect. perfect. I, it's funny because this is, I think, for Kelly, because obviously she was in The Last Jedi, mm -hmm. but like her character was new, so it wasn't really mm -hmm. like, she didn't have a ton to spoil. Right. You know, and right. she was like new, new, but now it's like she got the whole script, like mm -hmm. she's an official part of the cast, like, you know what I mean? She's in. So, so yeah, like she's in, so I bet this time... It's like eagle eyes. You know? <laughs> exactly. You know I mean? Yeah. So that that sent me when JJ was like Kelly, and we were all like <laughs> hacking into the mainframe trying to figure out what he was talking about, and then we were like, -na 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 -na, like going back in our minds, like, ah, uh, yes, D twenty three. I remember it well. <laughs> you guys are, you guys are crazy. And this is so funny. I was thinking about this today because we were going to do that Star Wars trivia thing, but it's right, on the but night it's on the night Tross. the movie comes out. I know. It's like, who's going to show up? Dumbest but thing I've anyway, ever seen. Um, I was thinking about how I, I, I genuinely think I would be so bad at Star Wars trivia, but I think I would be fucking amazing at Star Wars cast trivia. <laughs> yes, you You know would. what I mean? Oh, you mean like, you who waits outside <laughs> yeah, in Times yeah. Square at 2 a.m. for Literally. a cast member would know a lot about the cast? That's amazing. <gasps> I'd be, like if somebody it. was like asking me some like setting or something right. from like the Phantom Menace, I'd be like, huh? But if somebody <laughs> was like, what did Adam Driver do for fun when he was 14? I'd be like, well, he started a fight club because he was in a, That's they right. used to beat up that. kids behind a blockbuster and like that. <laughs> and then they'd stop when somebody started crying. Oh my <laughs> like, God. That's amazing. I, yeah. I've, I've seen that interview, but I didn't know that part of it. Yeah, he did. He's done like two. He must have this is talked what I'm about saying. More. If somebody asked me these questions, yeah. how many interviews has Adam done where he's talked about the Fight Club? I'd be like two. That's um, great. Because I, yeah. I saw where he talked about being in a Fight Club, but yeah, I didn't yeah, hear yeah. the behind the blockbuster beat somebody till they cry. Yeah, yeah. He would they would be like he said he was like it would either we'd stop when somebody started crying or when somebody said like stop. Stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a safe word. It's so it funny stop. though because he was like, "Well, I, it was in Mishawaka. Like, what are you going to do?" <laughs> like But that's what I'm saying. I'm like, "Listen, dude, if somebody puts together a Star Wars cast trivia, Mhm. Mm like I'm set. You are the champion. Yeah, Don't literally. even hold the tournament. Yeah, Just give literally. you the trophy. Somebody's like what kind of car did John Boyega buy for his dad? And I'm like, a Jaguar. Do doom, do doom. Like, <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. Anyways, thank Love you it. for listening to us. Um, we will be back next week. We'll be back we'll next be... week. Yeah. Okay, then we'll be. I'm back. I'm. I leave tomorrow for Wisconsin. I'm there for till Tuesday. I'm back Wednesday through Friday. So All right. We'll so we Friday will be night. back next week, and we will see you then. Thanks Bye. a lot, everyone. May the force be with you.